If you're struggling with alcohol or drugs, Recovery Centers of America can help. The holidays are over, the new year is here, and the time to act is now. Expert private care at Recovery Centers of America will get you on the road to recovery today at our award-winning and fully accredited treatment centers on the Eastern Shore and in Southern Maryland, you will be treated with compassion, dignity, and respect by our dedicated team of professionals. You will also benefit from specialized programs, 24-hour medical care, and the comfort of our outstanding facilities. Let us help you. We will answer your call 24-7 and can get you into treatment as soon as today. If outpatient care is right for you, you can receive a same-day assessment and attend therapy in person or virtually. And because we accept most private insurance plans, you get premium care without the premium price. Don't wait. Start your new year. Start your new life today. Call 1-888-RECOVERY now. That's 1-888-RECOVERY. I want to turn your attention to Matthew chapter 25. Matthew chapter 25, I'm telling you, this is going, there is things that is in the air right now. If you have not paid attention to what is going on in Israel right now, the very things of the prophets of old, what Zechariah foretold, what the prophet Joel foretold, is happening before our very eyes. There is an attempt to bring forth to the splitting of the land of Israel. And what's going to happen here in the next few days, 70 nations around the world will gather in France without the Israeli prime minister and without the prime minister of the Palestinian authority in these 70 nations led by the U.S. President Barack Obama and John Kerry. They're delivering Obama's peace plan. I, what, what, what are you saying? I'm saying when they start saying peace and safety, begin to look because this is prophecy. They're going to talk about dividing the land of Israel. And when you see in the Old Testament, it was Joel who said uh, that, that he would bring them in together and to gather all the nations of the world into the valley of Megiddo. Uh, and, because they split the land, they split the holy city of Jerusalem. This thing is being set up before our very eyes. And there's other things we're going to get into. Matthew 25, beginning in verse 1. But it all tells me one thing. With everything that is happening, it tells me one thing. The bridegroom is about ready to come again. Amen? It tells me that Jesus Christ is about ready to show up. If we're seeing all of these things, you know what's getting ready to happen. The day of our redemption draweth nigh. I know there's some that teach we're going through the tribulation. Oh, no, we're not. Right here, the bridegroom comes in an hour they expect not. And that's the way that Jesus is coming. In an hour, we expect not. If we were going through the tribulation period, I could tell you seven years from the day they signed that peace treaty, the very day that he would come and Jesus said, No man knoweth the day nor the hour when I come Again, second of all, let me just tell you right here, I'm about ready to get started before I get read my scripture. Second of all, the second coming is when he steps foot on the earth. The rapture is when first Paul talked in 1 Thessalonians 4, 16, we shall be caught up together to meet the Lord in the air. 
So when we get caught up, that begins the marriage supper of the Lamb right there. That's where it all happens at during that time period. It wouldn't make sense to be caught up to be brought back down. So the bridegroom's coming. Here's where we're going with this tonight. Then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto ten virgins who took their lamps and went forth to meet the bridegroom. And five of them were wise and five were foolish. They who were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. While the bridegroom tarried, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight there was a cry made. Behold, the bridegroom cometh. Go you out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said unto the wise, Give of us of your oil, for our lamps are gone out. But the wise answered, saying, Not so, lest there be not enough for us and you. But go you rather to them who sell and buy for yourselves. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came. And they who were ready went with him to the marriage. And the door was what? Shut. Afterwards came also the other virgins saying, Lord, Lord, open unto us. But he answered and said, Verily I say unto you, I know you not. Watch therefore, for you know not, know neither the day nor the hour wherein the Son of Man Cometh, right there he's talking about, any moment, any time. And I'm going to show you, things are happening right now that says it could happen any moment. I know people saying, preacher, you preached this since you've been here. Yeah, I have. But I'm telling you, I'm seeing things now, even more detail since I've been here. I've been preaching this ever since the year 2000 when I started preaching. How many years? Now, 17 years I'll be preaching in June. And let me tell you, it ain't happened, but I'm telling you. It's getting closer. The signs are really pinpointing faster and accelerating. But let's talk on the thought tonight, being shut out of heaven, being shut out of heaven. Heavenly Father, we come before you tonight, Lord, and we lift you up, dear God. And we praise you, Lord, for everything you've done and everything you're going to do, dear Lord, tonight. We ask you, God, to just touch, dear God, and move in a mighty way, Father. Lord, and we ask you, God, to just have your way in this sanctuary, dear God, tonight, Lord. Move upon us, dear God, tonight. Have your way anointed. Anoint me, dear Father, tonight, Lord, uh, and we give you the glory, the praise, and the honor. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. Uh, let me tell you, the next coming of the Jesus Christ uh, is the greatest event coming to this planet Earth. Uh, for the saint of God is our blessed hope, uh, but for the world, uh, it's the day of turmoil. Uh, it's the day of terror. Uh, the day of the Lord is of terror to them who do not know the Lord, uh, because people don't realize what he what is about ready to take place of course we don't know the date and the time but we can really certainly recognize even though we don't know the hour we don't know the date we don't know the time let me tell you we can recognize the season that we are in anybody believe that how many know we can recognize the very season that we are living into I believe we are living in the days that Jesus spoke about 
I believe we're living in the days that Paul spoke about. I, I believe we're living in the days uh, where there turn, the world is shifting, uh, where Jerusalem has become a burdensome to the world. Uh, and this nation of the world uh, is trying to do something with that little tiny nation of Israel. Uh, I believe we're living in a day uh, where the nation of the, the world uh, is tired of fooling with Israel. Guess what? Uh, when it becomes a burdensome to this world, uh, that's when Jehovah God's going to step in. Uh, I'm telling you tonight, we are living in the time of human history that is accumulating. Uh, it has to return of the Lord or we're the society that is doomed. How many believe that tonight? Uh, when you look around and you begin to see uh, everything that is going on, you begin to see the trouble, the trials, uh, the misery, terrorism attack uh, all around us. Uh, we begin to understand uh, that he is at the door. But there'll be many people tonight that says, I've heard this all my life. There'll be people that'll tell you, oh, I don't believe he's coming again. I don't believe he's going to show up. Well, that kind of attitude right there is going to cost many to miss it. Amen? That kind of attitude right there is going to cost many people to be shut out of heaven. That kind of attitude is going to have them to miss the bridegroom. We can't let our guards down. We in these verses as I read, we see that's what exactly happened to half of these virgins. They let their guards down. Some would say, well, that would mean over half the people weren't ready. Well, I used to say half the church wasn't ready, but I've lowered that down. I'd say about 90% ain't ready, if not more than that. People ain't looking for that day no more. People don't understand the time that we are living. Jesus talked about there'd be spiritual deception covering the earth and even causing some of the very elect to fall away. We are there. There would be deception in the earth, deception in our governments, in positions of leadership, in politics, in the pulpit, in other places. The church in many ways has become apostate having a form of godliness, but no longer having no real power of the Holy Ghost which has departed from them. And the gospel is no longer preached. Amen? I don't need a fad. I need the gospel. Did you hear me? Sin with its death grip on the hearts of men would increase greatly. And in the, even the natural love of parents for children and children of parents would grow cold and uncaring. The moral condition would be a constant slide into the depths of depravity until the whole of mankind would be as it was in the days of Noah and as in the days of Lot. Let me stop right there. Many do not realize we are living in those days. They're calling it transgenderism, amen, where men think they're women and women think they're men. But it's still an abomination before God. They're no longer calling he or she, but they've got another pronoun. Even on birth certificates now, let me tell you, there's something different. I can't even remember the name of it. It's either it's took off male and female. You can be whatever you want to be. This is where we're at. Moral depravity has collapsed. This is what happened in the days of Noah. This is what happened in the days of Lot. And let me tell you, economic, political, 
and national turmoil will spread throughout this whole world. You look around, the nations of this world is in political turmoil. Amen? Anybody see what's going on in Venezuela and places where they're literally eating? They're, it, how do you, they've literally come to a point of their whole economy has collapsed. A dozen eggs is $180 U.S. dollars. How would you like to pay $180 for a dozen eggs? They're literally killing horses and eating over there. Not only there, you see around the world the violence, terrorism that has filled. But I'm telling you, I believe the greatest sign that we are seeing right now revolves around a tiny nation called Israel. Did you hear me? If you don't pay attention to what's going on, you better understand what the tribulation period is. It's a time of Jacob's trouble. That's what it's a time with Daniel's 70th week. And I told you this morning, it's interesting. 70 nations are meeting to discuss Israel, by the way. That's just blowed my mind a little bit. 70 nations, 70th week. And it tells us right here, they're wanting to talk peace. They're wanting to try to divide the land. And I begin to wonder. I wonder what's going to happen out of there. And I think it's kind of funny that this current administration, did you hear what I'm telling you right now? I'm telling you like it is, waited five days before he leaves office in order to do this. He's the one that is behind it. I'm telling you, people say, oh, what's this got to do? I tell you, it's Bible prophecy being fulfilled. You may not believe it, but America has turned its back on Israel. What these leaders do, the whole nations will pay for it also. Read the Bible. What the leaders in the Old Testament did, the rest of the nations went Suffered the consequence. Oh, I, I begin to. I don't know what's going to come out of it, but I do know this: that the Jewish people, the Jewish Sanhedrin's already got a plan for a third temple. They've already got everything in place. Why is that important? It's the tribulation temple. I'm telling you, it's coming. But people say, what's going on? I'll tell you what's going on. I'm telling you these things are set up for the bridegroom to come. I'm telling you December the 23rd when they done, I believe that was the date they done at, at uh, right before the eve of Hanukkah and right on right near their Sabbath of the Jewish day when the United Nations and the United States refused to veto that bill that would come through was an insult slap in the face of the people of Israel. It was a slap in the face of Jehovah God. And let me tell you what began to happen. As soon as that, that happened, it wasn't a few days later. I'm telling you, I believe this is not coincidence that there were 13 volcanic eruptions that were taking place around the world and more that are expected. They're seeing fireballs in the sky left and right. The earth is beginning to quake. There's been some, even NASA has get on board with this thought of some kind of magnetic waves coming in from space of a star exploded or whatever. 
whatever it is that says it could trigger more earthquakes, more volcanic eruptions and things in this nation and around the world like we ain't seen before. Let me tell you, I know where it's coming. The way the last land treats the nation of Israel will be the way that God will treat this land and this world. Did you hear me? I'm telling you right now, be prepared in 2017 because if they split Israel, don't be surprised if God splits this land. Don't be surprised. I know people don't want to hear it, but I'm telling you like it is. When they split Israel, they invite the damnation of God. I will bless those that bless thee, and I will curse those that curse thee. The church ain't replaced Israel. There's a replacement. No. This thing shifts back to Israel at the end of it. But let me tell you where it really shifts back is when the bridegroom comes. It all centers back around Israel. Are we seeing beginning to see that shift right now? Because the church age is about ready to come to a close. People ain't looking around. The fireballs in the sky. The things that's going on right now. The signs in the heavens. How many know Jesus said they would be signs in the heavens? And I'm telling you, in the last year, I've not seen, I've seen this. <laughs> it seems like there's something going through the sky or something happening left and right. I'm telling you right now, people ain't prepared for what's about ready to come. Let me tell you, I'm about ready to speak it right now. People think it's going to get all better. I thank the Lord we, you know, we didn't get that warning off us. But I got news for you. It's not really going to get better until Jesus Christ comes again. Did you hear me? The heart of people will get more wicked. People will get more vile. They'll get more evil. And they'll get more disturbed in these last days. Why? Because darkness is on the land. This world ain't going to get better until the King of kings and the Lord of lords returns. Saints of God, it ain't going to, it's going to get better for us in the moment, in the twinkling of an eye. But for those that are left behind, it is terror unspeakable. Yeah, 2017, it looks crazy to me. It looks like, oh, by the way, I don't know. No, they keep blaming the Russians for everything, trying to bring out these things. Just watch this. I know Putin said he wouldn't do nothing, but you don't trust them either. They'll retaliate you watch in a way or so. But what I'm getting at is simply, these signs are telling us that the bridegroom is coming. Syria is a hotbed. And according to Israeli News Live, I, I've not really got into this, but it was quoted that Netanyahu said Israel may have to invade Syria. That was news from Israel. And it, oh, how what could that trigger if that did happen? The point I'm trying to make is it's time to get prepared. Did you hear what I'm saying? I don't want to be shut out. People loving their darkness more than they loving their they're loving the light of the gospel. And they're gonna be shut out when that trumpet blows. People are gonna be shut out 
when that trump of God blows. How many believe that tonight that trump could blow at any moment? Let me tell you, there's not a sign that has to be fulfilled before that trump blows. They could be some things, but it don't have to be. That trump could blow right now. But I'm telling you how many people would be caught off guard. I looked up there at New York last night and all those people in Times Square, they're looking for a ball to drop. I'm not looking for a ball to drop. I'm listening for a trumpet to blow. Did you hear what I'm telling you? I'm waiting on the bridegroom to come. People ain't prepared. They're going through it like all this stuff, and they don't realize. Think about how quick 2016 went by. Wow, it did, didn't it? It seems like we're just in January of 2016, and here we are, we're January 2017. And if he tarries, it won't be long. This cycle will repeat itself. 364 more days to New Year's. Again, for what ends, it seems like it's accelerating, don't it? It seems like time's going by quicker, don't it? Anybody believe that? It seems like it's just flying, don't it? People ain't prepared. They're not looking. They don't understand what's going on in Israel. Everything that's happened in Israel is what's been foretold by the prophets of old. Jesus said, when you see the fig tree bloom, you know it's right at the door. I know it started in 1948, I believe that was the year. But I'm telling you, it's really blooming right now. That's the talk of the world. And let me tell you, when they go talk peace and safety, get ready. Sudden destruction will avail. But people ain't prepared. People ain't looking. People think they got another 50 years. I got news for you. You don't have another 50 years. I can't tell you the date or the hour. I don't believe we got another year. I can't prove that. But I can look at the signs. I'm not no date setter. I don't believe we got five more years. Because listen what I'm about to tell you. You think it's bad now. If he tarries another 10 years, can you imagine what it's going to be like? The signs are there. I'm just waiting for a trumpet to blow. But yet he's going to catch many off guard. He's going to catch many unprepared. He's going to catch many snoozing. He's going to catch many everywhere else. He's going to catch many in their darkness. He's going to catch many who's more in love with the world than they are with him. Who's going to catch many who's looking more, who's still dancing with the world and playing with the world than they are living for Christ. Amen? He ain't coming back for the half-hearted. He ain't coming back for those that's bound in sin. He's coming back for a bride that is pure. You noticed those five foolish, in order to have vessels, they had to have oil in them at one time, didn't they? They neglected it, and the oil dried up. How many know you can neglect the things of God? If you knew, how shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation of him? Yeah, I'm telling you. Here's what I'm telling you. We got to get prepared. I'm telling a few here tonight. I wish there was more. We better get prepared because I'm telling you right now, things are going to happen in this world, I believe, in 2017. 
that may shake it, blow this people's mind. The Lord may come. I don't know. I'm looking for him. I really am. But if he don't, I can promise you, you will have wars, rumors of war. You will have famines, pestilence, diseases. You will have earthquakes in diverse places. They will increase. Diseases will increase. Did you hear me? Did you hear me? Terrorism will increase. Yeah. Let me tell you. Other, I told mom about this, and I, I believe I told Patty about this. I'm not a dream interpreter, but I remember other morning I had a vision. And I'll tell you what I was in. I was going through North Carolina, and I was, what I went to bed with was thinking, after all this went on, was what in the world is going to, how close are we to destruction? Well, I had this vision of the most horrific tornado I had ever seen. I've never seen, I've had dreams of tornado before, but this was the darkest tornado, the most violent, the biggest one I've ever seen before. Because I went to bed asking, I wonder how close we are to all of this. And I felt like I got an answer right here. The next thing I seen was, it was right before me. And all of a sudden, before we knew it, it was right upon us. And it was like the Lord saying, it's time to be prepared. It's time to get ready because sudden destruction is coming upon this earth. And you know, I'm not those kinds that says every dream that I have is of the Lord, but I can go back in detail and tell you everything, where I was at, what I was doing. I was in Asheville, North Carolina. I was at a Best Western Hotel down there. I don't even know where one's at down there in Asheville, but I remember where, where I was at in, our, in the lobby. And I can go detail upon detail upon detail, and I knew maybe that was the Lord trying to show me something in a dream. And I begin to think about it and begin to hear the news. And when I heard they were gathering, said me, it showed me how close we are to destruction coming upon this nation. But I'm telling you, church of God, that we better get prepared. We better be watching. We better be on our knees. We better stay faithful to the word of God. We better stay true to God. We better take cover. We better enter into his chambers. Because I'm telling you, he's the only hope that we have tonight. We don't know what's going to happen in the next few days. The next few days could be crazy. With this meeting there and Inauguration Day, that could be crazy too in Washington, D.C. I'm just telling you the truth, it could be. But I'm telling you, it's time to get prepared, not unprepared. It's time to begin what? It ain't a time to get slack, is it? Uh-oh. We'll be having a couple weeks. The Super Bowl will be coming up. There'll be many bring their big screen TVs in. Not here. We're having service. Then after that, we'll go watch the Cowboys. But I, I had to get that. I'm sorry. I ain't had a dream about that. No. No, we ain't going to have entertainment. We're too close to the coming of the Lord. We're going to have service that night. If he ain't come back by then. But how many know, I told somebody, 
people eat, drink, and get mar- given in marriage, that would be tonight I'd come home. When everybody was sitting around waiting on a big game, I'm waiting on a trumpet to blow. Amen? I thought about New Year's, how everybody was getting to eat and having a merry old time. What a night for the Lord to come. We had a watchman service around here. We watched God's Not Dead too. then we prayed in the New Year. I'm telling you, we better be watching. We better get prepared. We better get prayed up. We better get read up. Did you hear me? Because you, we watched that movie last night. And let me tell you, it's happening right here in the United States right now. Cases like that, I know that them was characters in our, but cases like that are before the courtrooms in this land right now. Persecution of the saints has arisen. The rise of radical Islam, they are here. Did you hear me? They are here in this land. They are here in Pennsylvania. They're here in Maryland. They, in fact, they busted a, a, a part that had ties to ISIS somewhere in Maryland. I can't remember where it was at. But let me tell you, it's closer than you think it is. It's time to get prepared, saints of God. When all violence has filled the earth, ungodliness, wickedness, guess what? We t- it's time to begin to look up. It ain't a time to get slack on God. It ain't a time to give up on God. It ain't a time to get indifferent. Guess what? It's time for the church to do. It's time to get on our knees before him. Too many want to close up. It's time to open up. Yeah. Amen. I'm old school. Too many take the altars out. We need the altars in. Too many don't want to preach the old-fashioned gospel. They want a fad. I don't want that. I don't want the ways of the world. I want the ways of the cross. Did you hear me? I want the ways of Jesus Christ. Amen. Preach the latest, get going. But people ain't prepared no more. They're more wrapped up in everything else than they are, the things of God. People ain't faithful no more. Amen. They ain't watching no more. Oh, they think they have Plenty of time left. Think about it. Charles Spurgeon, in one of his sermons, talked about inward preparation. He said, a great change must happen within you, far beyond any power of yours to accomplish before you can go to be with the Lord in the marriage supper of the Lamb. You must be clothed in wedding dress. You must be reconciled back to God. Be made like God or you won't be ready to go. Your lamp must be burning brightly for no child of darkness can go into that place a perfect light. Anybody believe that tonight? How many know tonight we must be born again? Amen? We must be born again to enter into that place. I'm telling you, he ain't coming back for the half-hearted. He's coming back for a church that is looking for him. He's coming back for the faithful. He's coming back for the few. He's coming back for those that are watching. I'm telling you tonight, he's coming back for those that are prepared. You take too many people. I wish there was more to hear this. 
but it's going online. Too many people think they can live in hell and still be married to God. No, 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 no. Christ to give you a bill of divorcement. Anybody believe that? Ain't no such thing as sipping saints. Hey, man. Ain't no such thing as living in sin and yet to be born again. The Bible says, come out and be ye separate. When he comes, he's coming for a bride that is adorned. He's coming for a bride that's ready. He's coming for a pure bride, a faithful bride. Too many people try to eat off the table of the devil and try to eat off the table of God. How many know you can't eat off both tables? I don't know about you. I don't want nothing the devil's got to offer me. I just want what the Lord's got for me. Anybody know what I'm talking about? I'm telling you right now, we've got to get back to a point where we're getting ourselves prepared. We've got to get to a point where we say we're going to watch. We've got to be ready because I'm telling you this thing's coming to a close. Quickly, quick, more quick than many of us realize. I'm not going to tell you a date, but I'm going to tell you a season. And the season is now. How do you know the season's now, preacher? Because Jesus said, when you see these signs, you know the storms are brewing. Anybody can tell when it get ready to come up a storm? Anybody can see when a storm's coming? You might tell when it's getting ready to snow. No, seriously, you can tell. People may think I'm crazy, but it seems like you get a strong cold front or something too. Sometimes if you've got gout or something like that, sometimes your bones act up. Anybody know what I'm talking about? It tells you storms are brewing, don't it? How many know I can, you, as a child of God, I can sense something's a brewing there's a, something in the air of expectations. It tells us something's getting ready to take place. I can see the clouds on the horizon. How many know that? Anybody can see the clouds on the horizon? I can begin to hear it, the wind howling a little bit from offshore. You can begin to see those things. You know that there's a storm fastly approaching. How many know tonight it's the same way in the spiritual realm? You can see the signs that are there. You can see the storm clouds that are coming in. Just like a hurricane. How many know in a hurricane you can sit down on the beach down there and before the actual storm gets there, you can get feeder bands that hit that land. It tells you that hurricane's coming there. That, them feeder bands may be miles away, hundreds of miles away from that storm, but it's telling you that a storm, the hurricane's getting ready to hit. It ain't the hurricane, but it's the feeder band. And I tell you right now, what I'm seeing right now is the feeder bands of the Great Tribulation. But if I'm seeing the great feeder bands of the great tribulation, it's telling me the tribulation's coming quickly. You know what it tells me? That's a little bit more, quote, closer. Woo! Oh, yeah, everybody ought to shout over this. What's a little bit closer? I may have gout in my knee, but I may jump over some pews. But if I'm seeing these signs for the tribulation, I know something's a much closer. There's a catching away that's getting ready to take place. Let me tell you, here's where people miss it. They think they're going to have plenty of time when he shows up to rapture. Oh, no, they ain't. When he comes, he's going to be coming. He's going to be gone quicker than you can blink an eye. 
Ain't going to have time. world ain't going to know what it's going to be like lightning from east to west. And I begin to wonder when that lightning hits, wouldn't it be something? Because I believe he's coming with so much power. I believe his power may literally affect every power grid on this earth. Anybody ever thought about that? Because lightning's power, ain't it? It's electricity. And I guarantee you, when he comes, even at the rapture for his saints, they're gonna be, he's going to leave some electricity. That could be a way to start. <laughs> Think about the turmoil that could bring forth and confusion also going along with it. But I'm telling you, people ain't prepared. People ain't watching. If people were really prepared and people were really watching, guess what? They wouldn't be an empty pew in here, and that balcony would be full tonight. If people were really ready, they'd have priorities in order. Your priority starts with Jesus, by the way. People were really ready. I'm about ready to put my foot in my mouth. If churches were really ready, they wouldn't be shutting the door. They'd be opening the door. Did you hear me? I know a trend down in North Carolina. I know what Western North Carolina used to be like. But it disturbed me to hear a lot of these churches that close them up now for good on Sunday nights and Wednesday nights. Used to not be like that. Not just there, but it's all around. I don't know about you, but I need as much as him as I can get in these last days. Anybody with me? I don't know about you, but I like coming to church. I don't know about you. I'm going to be glad when it's time to enter into his gates with thanksgiving and praise in my heart. I, I'm going to be glad when it's time to come in here and gather together and worship before him. But people ain't prepared because they really do not expect him. These five foolish didn't really expect him. They knew he could come at any moment. They knew the bridegroom could come and take them to the marriage. They weren't really expecting him. They was really expecting him. Their vessels would have had oil in it. What are you saying? If people really expect him, they're going to have some oil in them. People really being expecting him, they're going to prepare themselves. They're going to be a watchman. They're going to be looking, and they're going to be what? Prepared. Let me tell you, I'm a, I like to consider, I, I'm the kind, I'll turn on and look at all kinds of sources, three, four, five, six, seven times a day, because I want to know what's going on. Did you hear me? I don't want to be in the dark what's happening in the world because I like to follow what's going on in line with Scripture. I want to hear updates about it because the more I see prophecy, the more I begin to jump because when I see prophecy fulfilled, I begin to say there's another sign that pinpoints he's coming. But there'll be people who don't even know the time that we're living because they're not expecting guess what 
there's going to be people in these last days. They'll say, I've heard it all of my life. I've heard it preached all of my life. But guess what's going to happen one night? Guess what's going to happen one day? How many knows that Noah built the ark? People mocked him. It ain't never flooded before. There ain't never nothing like that happened before. But guess what Noah did? Kept on. Why? Because he knew what God said. People tell you, oh, that ain't going to happen. Not only the world will tell you it ain't going to happen, but half the churches, half the people behind the pulpits now will tell you it ain't going to happen. That's what scares me more than anything. Because they ain't prepared. Let me tell you, just because they say it ain't going to happen, you know what? It confirms me again that it's going to happen. Because Peter said scuffers would succumb in the last day saying, where is the promise of his coming? But just like in the days of Noah, they didn't believe it, but guess what to come upon them? A flood come. Guess what happened to these five? Foolish bridegroom. The bridegroom come at midnight. And guess what happened to them? They were shut out. Can you imagine waiting all of that time, then falling away, and you missed the marriage? Did you hear me? Can you imagine sitting on pews all of your life, but fall away at the last moment and neglect it and miss it? Can I tell you, there's going to be many that will. Yeah. There'll be many that set the pews, but fall away and neglect that vessel. And the bridegroom will come. And they're going to be shut out of the marriage. They're going to be shut out of the glory of God. They're going to be shut out of heaven. I can be shut out of anywhere, but I don't want to be shut out of heaven. Did you hear me? They can throw me out of anywhere, but I don't want to be shut out of heaven. But yet, it is scary to think of the people that are going through the motions and the idea thinking, oh, he ain't coming. They'll be saying, oh, he ain't coming in 2017. How do you know he ain't? I don't know he is, but I, how do you know he ain't either? He could, and he may not, but he could. That's the thing. He could. I look for him. I'm prepared for him. I'm watching for him. But if he don't come in 2017, guess what? I'll look for 2018. Guess what? One of these days he's going to. <laughs> That's the key to it. Not if, but when. That's the whole thing. But I don't want to be shut out. How many in here want to be shut out? How many in here want to be prepared? You see prophecy fulfilling. You see things happening. 
You see volcanic eruptions, earthquakes, pestilence, diseases all happening simultaneously. You see the attack on Israel, them splitting the land. This tells us one thing. The bridegroom's on his way. You see the world turning against Israel. The bridegroom's on his way. It ain't a time to get slack, church. Here's what I'm going to tell you. It's a time for this church to get on fire in 2017. It's a time to get more hungry. It's a time to get more rooted. And it's a time to get more grounded in the things of God in this year. It's a time to get prayed up. It's a time to get empowered up. It's a time to let the Holy Ghost have his way. It's time we take shelter in the hands of God. It's prepare for what's about ready to take place. Did you hear me? I'm telling you, the days are growing more evil. It's growing more wicked. We've got to be ready until Jesus comes again. I believe he's coming. Everyone's standing in here tonight. How many tonight would say, I'm ready. I want to be prepared. I need to be watching. I don't want to be shut out. I don't want to be shut out. How many is ready for the bridegroom tonight? I don't want to be shut out of heaven tonight. Who would be the first up here and say, here am I. Prepare me for the things that are at hand. Prepare me for the things that are about ready to take place. Is there one that would say, here am I. Let me be prepared. Let me be looking. Let me be watching for what's about ready to take place. The bridegroom cometh in an hour, you think not. He comes again. We've got to be ready. In Jesus' name, amen.